you know, this is not a bipartisan issue. It is an issue of moral character. And I think every uh, congressman who voted in this farm bill to block this vote represented their lack of moral character. Well, hey there, guys. Ben Swan here. So we have been following for the last few months um, the developments in what's happening with the war in Yemen. I've been telling you about an effort being made in the U.S. Senate um, to end U.S. involvement there. In fact, back in October, I made a prediction um, that lawmakers would finally step up and they would finally end U.S. involvement, not because it's the right thing to do, but because of the death of that Washington Post journalist, Jamal Khashoggi. Um, now, a couple of weeks ago, I did an interview and I talked a little bit about uh, the fact that this was finally beginning to take place and that many senators had decided to go ahead and vote to end the U.S. involvement in that war, not for the right reason, but for the wrong reason, the wrong reason being because of the death of Khashoggi and the fact that President Trump doesn't want to do anything about it. That's the wrong reason to end the war. The right reason to end the war is the fact that 14 million people are on the verge of starvation. The fact that 85,000 children under the age of five years old have already died of starvation. And the fact that 50,000 people have died as a result of this war. And the U.S. is funding it. And the U.S. providing weapons to Saudi Arabia. All right. So, two developments for you. One is that in the U.S. Senate, this bill continues to move forward. But last night, the House of Representatives uh, pulled a little maneuver. Uh, Speaker of the House Paul Ryan allowed for there to be a, a, uh, an amendment added to the farm bill that essentially would block a vote on this uh, Yemen issue. And uh, it went typically kind of down party lines where most Republicans uh, were voting uh, to block that vote. And then five Democrats, five Democrats sided with Republicans and did that. Now, not all Republicans voted this way. The House Freedom Caucus has actually been pushing back and fighting against um, Paul Ryan doing this. Um, and some Republicans did in the House vote um, to, to bring this thing to a vote. But Paul Ryan fought against it and, and five Democrats came over and they switched sides um, and they voted with Republicans also to block a vote on ending U.S. involvement in Yemen. Why would they do that? I saw a number of articles today with reporters saying, well, if only these, these Congress people had voted with their conscience. But th the problem is they did vote with their conscience. That's the problem here. They're voting with their conscience and their conscience says it doesn't matter if these people are dying. It doesn't matter if the U.S. continues to fund um, this war in Yemen. So what is this issue really about? You know, we like to get into the, the, the question of why. Why are things happening? And I really believe this. The reason that we're seeing such a pushback from members of Congress and from the administration on this is for one reason. Because there is a fear that if Congress acts and takes back its constitutional authority, it's not something they want. It's already been granted to them by the U.S. Constitution, if they take back their constitutional authority to oversee war and to prevent presidents from just declaring war around the world arbitrarily, that that, that um, constitutional authority will be retaken and will then belong to Congress again. Instead of having this blank check for war, which we've given presidents through George W. Bush and President Obama and now President Trump. So I, I really think that's what's taking place here. In fact, um, Senator Mitch McConnell, the, the Senate Majority Leader, came out and said, let's not have this debate right now. Let's not talk about this, because if we do, um, the debate's going to be about constitutionality and whether or not the president can be doing this, as the presidents have been doing it. And that's exactly what this issue is about. So uh, I gave a very impassioned interview about this, um, giving a lot of detail um, as to what happened on the RT America show in question. Check it out. I'm not trying to diminish the death of this columnist, and that's an important subject of its own. 
But is this what it takes for us to have unity in the halls of Congress to stop such unpopular, unjust wars, a, a local D.C. connection like this, to make the war real, to make it tangible? Well, it, it, it seems like it. The crazy thing is, is that Khashoggi's death has nothing to do with the war in Yemen at all, other than the fact that the Saudis are reportedly responsible for his death, all the way up to the crown prince, and that the Saudis are waging war in Yemen right now. That's the only connection are the Saudis. Right. And so it almost seems incredibly disingenuous that you have so many U.S. senators and, and members of the House who have now decided that they care about this war. Now, that's not all of them. So Senator Bernie Sanders, Senator Rand Paul, they have been yelling about this now uh, for many, many months, if not years saying this has to come to an end. In fact, this is a Bernie Sanders piece of legislation that is finally beginning to move forward. But as you said, only because of Khashoggi's death. And I think that is disgraceful that it has taken that for senators to say, well, we need to pay attention to what's going on. In that report, again, I just want to reiterate those numbers, 14 million people are on the brink of starvation right. and 85,000 children have already starved to death. And yet one journalist's death is what's now being the catalyst. Absolutely. And, and like you said, many people are criticizing this effort by Senate because, like you said, it's disingenuous. Uh, but this this rebuke, it looks like it is just kind of a backdoor method of pushing uh, against Saudi for the death of Khashoggi because Trump has not really spoken up about MBS. Uh, is that f a fair assessment or, or do you think that folks should at this moment kind of suck it up and just take support any way that they can? So, number one, yes, I think you take the support however you can, because the bottom line is that this humanitarian crisis has to come to an end. Something has to be done. So if it comes in the wrong way, but we get to the right result, I, I think that's okay with, for a lot of people. However, um, what's even sad about this to me is I don't even think it's just about Khashoggi's death. I think it's actually a rebuttal of President Trump. If it were any other president, I'm not even sure this would be happening. But it takes no political courage for folks to take a stand against President Trump. And because Trump was unabashedly saying, well, I'm going to support the Saudis no matter what. Doesn't matter if they were involved in his death. Now you have senators who say, oh, well, that's an unpopular stance. I'll get behind that. So it's, it's even, I think, more disingenuous than just being anti-Saudi at this point. It's being anti-Trump or anti-Trump's policies. Right. As you said, uh, no matter what, the president says he would veto this bill anyways, and it appears uh, that he wants to continue America's support, at least uh, definitely through intel, through training, providing arms and so forth. Uh, so what's it really going to take for the U.S. to fully get behind removing America's role in Yemen? So here's the thing. I, I, I'm not sure how much we're actually going to be involved in ending this role. I think the actual war itself may come to an end before senators ever get around or congressmen ever get around to doing anything. What I'm hopeful for here, and hear me out, is that President Trump will push back so aggressively uh, and so shockingly against this, saying, I have the authority to wage war anywhere I want because of the fact that senators and congressmen are willing to actually push back against this president when they haven't been willing to push back against presidents in the past like Obama and George W. Bush and Ronald Reagan, I think what we could actually have an opportunity for here is a real discussion about the constitutionality of war and whether or not Congress has to give a declaration of war. If that comes out of this, and I'm hopeful that it will, we can actually have a, consti uh, a constitutional argument about the rule of law. Mitch McConnell said on the floor of the Senate that he doesn't want to have this fight right now because he says, yeah. let's not have an argument over the constitutionality of the presidential's war powers. That's exactly what we need to have a, a discussion about, an argument about, a debate about. And you know, Ben, I want to touch real briefly on the level of bureaucracy we have here that, that is leaving millions of people at, at the, the 
death's doorstep, essentially. Uh, last night, in a separate legislation, five Democrats sided with House Republicans uh, on a farm bill. Uh, and, and in that bill, it was tucked away um, a procedural rule that would block this vote on a Yemeni resolution. If they had stuck with party lines or, or heck, voted with conscience, there might have been a chance that this uh, resolution could have made it to Trump's desk by year's end. Your thoughts on this kind of bureaucracy? Yeah, well, first of all, the, these five Democrats who voted uh, against party lines, uh, you said maybe if they had voted their conscience, I think they did. I think they did vote their conscience. Ouch. They don't care about what's happening in Yemen or about the people there. But but one of these senators, oh, congressmen, excuse me, actually said afterwards, he says, you know, Democrats get caught up in tangents. He believes that it is a tangent to say, let's stop a war that is the worst humanitarian crisis in the world, but he thinks that's a tangent. And here's the other point, that, that Paul Ryan and the Republicans in the House should be absolutely ashamed that they would pull this at the last minute to create this procedural vote. Uh, the, the congressman from, from Texas, Pete Sessions, got up and said that, well, you know, very soon the Democrats will control the House and they can hold whatever votes they want. Again, abdicating to the next Congress, saying we're not going to take responsibility yeah. for this. And, and again, re Republicans had some votes uh, going to support, uh, to block this. Uh, the House Freedom Caucus was trying to prevent Republicans from doing this. Yeah. But, you know, th this is not a bipartisan issue. It is an issue of moral character. And I think every uh, congressman who voted in this farm bill to block this vote represented their lack of moral character. Ben, as you know, we'll probably see this can get kicked further down the road. Uh, we'll have you right back on to discuss. As always, Ben Swan, thank you so much. Help us to keep our independent journalism independent. We've given you three ways to do that to make it easy. First of all, we have a Patreon page that's been set up. This allows you to become a monthly subscriber and have tier levels in which you get rewards for helping to support our journalism. But for some of you who have said you don't like Patreon, we've given you two other options as well. The first is Subscribestar. This is a site that says they have no biases and they support free speech at every level. You can support us there. And also, we have a Bitbacker account, bitbacker.io, to support us for those of you who want to support using cryptocurrency because you know how I love cryptocurrency. So again, three ways to support, Patreon, Subscribestar, and Bitbacker. We appreciate your support. Please consider keeping our independent journalism independent.